Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, giving me the activities of my limbs. And bull, these limbs are real interesting, but hey, I got the because I'm able to move them. And I also want to thank my loyal listeners who have been listening to contacting me, providing me their if their feedback, their suggestions. Really appreciate that. Because again, this show is not about me, even though I know sometimes I talk too much. It's actually a platform for individuals to be able to share some things that they are going through, experiencing provide encouragement, and to help individuals along the way. Now, Tuesdays is when we do from the pulpit to the couch, where you receive biblical teachings, as well as connecting with myself, Jeanette, licensed marriage and family therapist. Now, yesterday, we talked about parenting, and there was a lot of information that we didn't get to share, but I wanted to kind of piggy for that show from yesterday, because even when we start talking about being a parent, being a parent is one of those things that when you don't just sign up for it, once you become a parent, you are a parent, and that child is gone. And when I say gone, I don't mean just transition at your house. You know, yesterday we were focused on more of some of the adult issues that parents experience, and we sometimes what to do. Now, I'm watching the news, and I'm looking at what happened in Colorado, and you know the man was 21 years old. I'm like, really? And it's just so much going on. When I'm looking at what was going on in Miami and Florida with all of those young individuals out there, COVID is still around, and it makes you wonder, and we always want to talk about the parents, the parents, the parents. But a lot of times, it's not just the parents. Individuals, once they get a certain age, they try to do what they want to do. Now, when I was putting this show together, I wanted to talk about Christian parenting since today is and that's when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch. Now, with Christian parenting, it's interesting because we've been listening, watching social media. They were talking about Kirk Franklin and his son, with his son. And who are we to judge? Because sometimes you can raise a child a certain way, still go about life doing whatever they want to do. And like I said, sometimes there could be other factors. It could be mental health issues. It could be drug and alcohol issues. It could be where they just may connect with the wrong person. And sometimes they still may be connected to the wrong group of friends and individuals. Now, which takes us to what the information I put out there, and I said many individuals were what was called drugs. I was one of them, that my mother would just, come on, we got to go to church. I'm like, really? And as a child, I thought seven days a week. It was like we was always in somebody's church. And don't let my mother be going through a situation. She'll get out from work and try to find a church. There were times we would be going to a church and they having church meetings and all. And I'm just, as a kid, I'm watching all this like, what is this? What's going on? Now, we know that no parent is perfect. And it's also been said to train a child the way they should. And we go. Oh, and we're going to talk about that because that's in Proverbs. Because when he is old, he won't depart from it. Do they? Because this is just not a cultural thing. This is not just something that based on religion. It's more relationship. Now, I've shared with the listeners that in my family, we had different of of what people believed in. So we had Christianity. My mother went to a church of God. So they were sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Sometime when they was in church, I was like, ooh, this person looks scary. Because they shaking their head and weeds falling all over the place. And they jumping up and down, screaming. And that could be kind of traumatizing for some people. I had to sing in Mormon church, not Mormon church, not Mormon churches, but um, Methodist churches where I'd be bored. 
and my mother would be mad at me because I'm sitting in a choir stand sleep because they couldn't keep me entertained. So there's a lot of things, and sometimes with kids, they look for different things. So now they have children church. There's a lot going on, and we know that the churches are now just opening back up because of COVID, and some churches never closed, going to the, through the doors anyway. And you can worship God in the privacy of your own home also. So one of the places we talk about a place of fellowship. So if you are a pastor out there or if you're someone in ministry, I want you to call in and join me today as I'm talking about this show on Christian parenting. Because today's show is designed to discuss Christian parenting. How do you view Christian parenting from worldly parenting? Because a young parent, I didn't want to do to my kids what was done to me, because that's what most my mother made me do this. I ain't gonna never do that. I'm to this day, I still don't want to clean the bathroom because I swear my mom was trying to kill us by making me clean the bathroom with all them different chemicals. So when we came to church, I remember taking my children at one time. I remember taking my son to Friendly Church of God in Christ. I'll never forget it. By five years old, my son stood in the middle of the I'm scared of that man. I'm scared of that man. I was like, oh, my God. But I'm telling Mother Hammond, please pray for my baby. Please I didn't want to do that to them. So then my son got older. He started saying he wanted to be a Jehovah Witness, which was interesting. And I was like, whatever you choose, as long as you are obedient, and as long as you live in Christ, be it. I will give you the ability. You can choose whatever faith you want to believe in. I didn't have a problem with that. Then I noticed that my daughter but I remember taking them to go listen to Shirley Caesar. We went to a concert. My was falling asleep at the concert. Then when the concert was over with, or the event, they come home, they want to run around. I'm like, wait a minute. They didn't care for the music. And I figured that out. So you want to make sure that even as a parent, you're guiding and you're teaching them but a lot of times, like, oh, Joanne, I see you. <laughs> but you want to make sure you guys are teaching them because a lot of times they're also watching you. And I know when I was growing up, uh, I, I, I just can't do this. I, I can't. And then, like I said, and then when I started singing in the choirs, I was like, Lord. So with that, like I said, many individuals with the church, I was raised to go to church, went on a regular basis. Some continued attending, while others developed a strong dislike for the church and became confused what they saw at home, what they witnessed in the church, they were seeing in the world and what was going on television. And sometimes parents, even when I was younger, was even their children to Catholic schools and Christian schools. And, and I know even my grandson now, he'd be quiet and I'm just like, really? And he go to a Christian school, a preschool, but still, at the end of the day, how and what is going on when it comes to our children? And, and get ready, because I'm waiting for people to start calling in, because my, a lady that stays with me, we had this debate about discipline in regards to parenting and disciplining your children as a Christian versus in the world, too, because there's a thin line between when they're talking about spirit of eyes for the child, and I'm like, well, abuse is abuse, and sometimes people be going through some things. So I want to hear what you have to say out there as it relates to that, because one of the things she brought up that we mentioned, and she was talking about Clefo Dollar, when he disciplined his daughter. Yes, his kids go to church, raised in the church, father the pastor. PKs, meaning preacher kids. Sometimes preacher kids rebel because they kind of get tired of what be going on and they trying to see what's going on in the world. I remember growing up in Compton, my, for years, I did not know what was on them side streets. Canoff and Nord. I didn't even know those streets even existed. My mother would not let us go around. But boy, when I started going around the corner and I met the Emmanuel and family and they were brown, I stayed over there. And my mother would come walking down the street with a 
Put a robe on, a gun in her pocket looking for me. They're going to get your mother just went that way. I'll go the other way. So that is some of the things that happen when we're talking about Christian parenting, how sometimes individuals steal their children from certain things because they don't want them exposed to it. And I'm like, holy jeez, I didn't know these houses was on this other side over there. So we're going to be talking about that also because when we start talking about parenting, it's very important because kids these days are confused, conflicted, and wrong because we got some kids and youngsters that are out there that are sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, doing the right thing, starting ministries. So there are those that, and, and, and it's another thing I want to say because to my attention, we have different areas where, in some cases, the parents go to church and will leave the kids at home because the kids don't want to get up in the morning and go to church. And then we have those that the parents, for whatever reason, whether they're working or whether they just don't want to, us will come pick up the kids and take the kids to church, and the parents didn't go to church. And then we have those where the family just went to church, and it seemed like you was there all day. So I want to hear your version and how you view and perceive this. Now, waiting on Lady T, and if you hear the background noise, the man's still working on my floor, so I'm trying to make sure we don't hear that because hopefully by next week my house will be so the conference house is done, so we're waiting on this one. So when we start talking about that, like I said, in regards to what the church versus what the Bible says for parenting, and a parent should teach a child early, early about God, about a higher power. Because in today's society, how can you raise a child in a godly home? How? Because you're telling them one thing, school's telling them something else, their friends are telling them something else, who are they going to believe? You know, do you teach them to read it for themselves? I remember buying my grandbaby because she did this thing with me about a baby. And she told me one time, I was too old to have a baby. And I told her about Sarah in the Bible. My daughter told me, somebody should have went to jail for that. So when we start quoting scriptures and teaching our kids and body and, and things of that nature, so let's talk about it. Again, if you want to join in on the conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914. I'm waiting on Lady T. So this is seem like the longest ten minutes I've ever experienced in the world. It's like when you in church. So let me go over some information that I found. And I apologize. Those of you that have sent me a message on Facebook today, I haven't even had time to even look at it. And I also want to say continue to keep my family in prayer. I know my auntie probably didn't post me something. I haven't talked to her yet. So I didn't a call and find out how she and her children are doing as they just um, lost their seem like they've been going through so much. It's just ridiculous. Now, getting back to the show, we talk about Christian parenting. And I'm, it's from allaboutparenting.org. And it indicates that Christian parents face difficulties of raising children in the world of correctedness. And in the past, children grew up in a where they clearly define what was right and what was wrong. Now, when we talk about right or wrong, we talked about shows or had shows that focus on different things of that nature, and we talk about sin, and, you know, and I'm thinking about this show. I remember the movie Carrie. I don't know if you guys saw Carrie. I remember wanted to go to the prom. Her mother kind of was taking religion overboard, and it was scary. But she didn't want Carrie exposed to what was going on in the world. And we know the outcome of that. We saw how sometimes kids can be cruel. Kids can be mean. They be wanting to fit in. With growing up as a kid, going to my grandmother's house, it seemed like I was always in trouble because I always had watchtowers. And so what I did was I took that and when people that were Jehovah's Witnesses would come knocking on my door, I would go tell my mother and mom, your friend is here, 
or I would do things, and I know now, I know better, but I was a kid. I was just a kid. And to me, it seemed like that was punishment time. My grandmother called me evil, make me sit at the table, read the books, read the white towers, have Bible study. I was like, what I do to deserve this? I'm going to have me some granny time. Not to be, to be trying to, and don't let her take me to the kingdom hall. Jeanette always had a plan. I want to go to the store, take forever, get caught, get in trouble. So when we start talking about this, and like I said, in growing up, and what happened is we start talking from wrong. Parents were recognized as the primary authority figure in life. Now, as the world conforms, our children react to unprecedented immorality, um, anti-family, because sometimes they only want to do family things, and the anti-concept in schools and the media. So it's like, how can we make that focus? I was talking to someone, and they were talking about how when my grandkids was little, my granddaughter to church with me. Every Sunday, me and my granddaughter sitting at church. We get dressed up, we go to church. Now people don't even get dressed up anymore. Okay, Joanne, you said it has to be a lifestyle. Don't force it and be a daily chore. That is true because I felt like it was a chore. Girl, I would sit at home sometime and on a Sunday morning, I'd be like I would sleep. So my mother wouldn't come in and wake me up to make me go to I'd be like, oh, my God, just let her go to by herself. I don't want to go today. She ain't going to never want to go home. And you also indicated make it a daily list of things to do. That is true. Some individuals enjoy it. And I'm like she right here in front of me or on the phone, but she's not, but she's sending me messages on Facebook. But do I remember, I don't know if you remember when I took right at the church and right at the microphone and he took the microphone from Tony, and then the next thing we know, he running down the aisle trying to walk, running in the pulpit. So now he goes to a Christian school, so now he really thinks, and don't give him a mic. He's a mic hog. So when we start talking about these things, and like you said, and I like what you said, I'll make it a list to do, and you want to make it to where they're learning something and they're getting something out of it. And that goes back into the, i never forget the, the old, you're in the world, you're not of the world. I had to realize that I could not do a lot of things my friends were doing. Now, I'm not saying my mother was perfect because my mother, and I know that the show is designed because you guys know precious with her nickname. There was some things that was going on. I was like, this is a godly to me. So I was confused. I really was confused. Now, parents show increasing as their children are encouraged to shun strict rules, <laughs> I'm going to get to that one. Strict rules and biblical truth. When we start talking about biblical truth, now if, if I'm lying to you about the Santa Claus, the tooth fairy, the Easter bunny, and we sit up here believing it, we don't know who to believe. We really don't. Now, you indicated my experience, lifestyle turns into relationships, and that is true. It should be your relationship with your higher power, and you should enjoy it and get joy when you go and have a better family. You know, my problem was when I was even younger, I would go because I want to eat. I want to know where we going after church. You know, if we if I got to go to the gym, when we go to the gym, where we going after the gym? Where we going to the club? I would always, even with my friends, said, you know, let's go to the club. Just where we going after the club? Where we going to eat at? It wasn't something that Jeanette wanted to do afterwards. Jeanette doesn't want to go. So when we start talking about even the biblical proof, whenever the application of God's law is mentioned, the flurry of organization warn parents not to impose their own on their children. So you have to, as parents, lead by don't tell your child, don't do this, don't do that, don't, 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 but yet they're watching you because it's like, what do I believe? How am I supposed to believe you telling me the truth? Now, the Bible speaks of the insolvent and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. Now, in Romans 1:30, rebellion and disobedience are just as pervasive today as the parental authority disintegrates. And that is so true because a lot of times 
I've done a show before how my mother would tell me that I wore her Bible out because I was always doing something because Jeanette had always had a big idea. And I'm looking at something, and I have it here, too. Let me grab it. I have a book, and I remember going to see class in L.A. This is a good book, and I'm not advertising it, but this is a good book. And it's indicated it's um, the successful family. Everything you need to know to build a stronger family. Because when we start talking about family, and, you know, they say a, a family pray together, stay together. And the one thing I liked about this book, and I tell people I'm not an avid reader, so cousin, don't get mad at me because I don't read all they talk about single parenting. A lot of times when we go to church, we would always see women and children, just women and children. And I used to say, where are the men? Where, where is that? You know, you have the, the male pastor, and what was happening is a lot of women were being taken advantage of, dominated. So I say my mama wanted a pregnant, you know. So these things were happening, and it kind of was a turnoff to some of the kids because the kids were watching. I, I used to say that's probably why they started children's church, kids up out of the, the congregation so they wouldn't be sitting in the middle of the church looking at all this stuff that was going on. But then kids started disobeying, being disrespectful. And the problem is we start talking about the rebellion and disobedience or today, and parents must choose who and their child's lives. So what I'm seeing as a parent, still pray for your kids. Keep them under your There's a lot of individuals that are here today based on the prayers of their mamas and their grandmas and the mothers of the church. Because I know a lot of people pray for my son because couldn't do it. I tried everything I could possibly think of with him. It just was not working. <laughs> it was not going well. Now, we're talking about even just um, shaping their child's life without a doubt. God holds parents responsible for their children. Now, he holds you responsible, but that don't mean you have to parent in guilt. It doesn't mean that you have to give up on your kids. But when the Bible, and it talks about that God still holds parents responsible for their children, to instruct them and to discipline them. doesn't mean abuse. It doesn't mean give them false information. Instruct and discipline them. beat them. Now, Christian parenting to instruct in the Old Testament, Moses reminds Israelites of their responsibility to their children. And grandchildren, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen, nor your, and it said, your eyes have seen, or let them slip from your heart as long as you live. And a lot of times we see that with parents, especially the old mothers of the church. You're not getting away with nothing with the mothers of the church because they've been there and done that. So you want to teach them or teach them to your children and to their children after them. And Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10, we like to believe that our children will make the right choices based on the lessons taught. And if I found a dollar bill on the playground, what would they do with it? Now, if you, my daughter finds a dollar bill, that's one thing. My son finds a dollar bill, he's going to start saying, find a keeper, food is weaker, because <laughs> I know him. Now, when we when we think about that, it's going to go, the child will think, well, what will my parent do? Or can I get away with it? Now, when we instruct children, we're not simply presenting a list of rules to follow. We're letting our actions speak, treating them according to God's standard. And as I was thinking about that and reading over that, I was thinking when I was living in my other house in Oceanside, and my neighbor, when I was on vacation, I'm going to say allegedly poisoned my dog because my dog was dead. But the neighbor, it seemed like he didn't do it. And I was so, like, I'm so sick of this man. Because one minute he called the police on me and said I was a drug dealer and I ain't never sold drugs in my life. Then the police on me basically said I had dead bodies in my house. 
and that sent the SWAT team to my house. But the problem was I had one of the biggest houses on the street. I was living there by myself at the time. He couldn't figure out how I could afford to live in that neighborhood. So he thought everything about me, but he didn't realize I was, at the time, I was working three jobs, making good money. Then I bought money. Here you are accusing me because I own a drug rehab. He didn't know me. So I used to say stuff from the CIA and the KKK. Now, they liked my daughter because they would watch her come and go from college. And my son, they said he was everything but a child of God. So my point is, I remember when my dog, I called my son. And my son came to my house, and my son watched me. me, And he wanted to know what I was going to do. And I told him. My son looked at me like, Mom, you changed. It freaked him out because if I would have said, go rally the troops, come on, we're going to go Compton on them, and we're going to do I'm not going to jail over no dog. That man is going to pay for what he did. And sure enough, that man started getting sick. He started looking up and and it, 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 and then years later, I'll never forget, I was at the in the restaurant eating. He walked up to me. I'm going to know this man ain't going to say something to me after he know he done killed my dog. Tried to have a conversation with me. So I have to role model the behavior that I would want my children and my grandchildren to demonstrate when they're out in the because things are not going to always go the way you want them to. People are not going to always treat you the way you know you need to be treated. But it doesn't mean that I have to act like everybody else. I didn't have to do that. So like I said, actions. Your actions speaks louder than words. So by living a righteous life doesn't mean a perfect life provide their children with the understanding of how God's rules govern our lives. They might develop a habit of doing whatever God and making their own decisions. And the goal of every parent is to see their children accept responsibilities for their decisions. And that is huge because as you're praying over them, you're keeping them under under God's covenant, but you've got to remember we want them to be responsible for their decisions. I'm sure that parent of this young man that killed some people will hide up under a rock somewhere because they're probably like, oh, my God, I don't believe this. And I tell my son all the time, don't people come into my house or something you did, and you're not going to be running up over here after you are. Every time he do something, I instruct him, and I let him know. You will be responsible for that. Now, if our children learn from and accept godly correction, then we are on the right course. One father tried to take a shortcut and explain the responsibility by saying, it's not what you do, but whether or not you get caught. And that's not true. Because you don't want them to think as long as I don't get caught. Because that's sending a bad message. Now, I want to go into, because I'm still like T to call in, and if you want to call in, if you want to share your thoughts on this, please give me a call, 516-37-1914. I know that some of you are watching live on Facebook. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. You got something to say. We want to hear it. I know I want to hear it. We talk about Christian parenting to discipline. Now, there's a lot of theories, and discipline change every few years. The Bible never changed. The Bible is going to be the same. But it's how we interpret what the Bible says, and that's where a lot of times we live. Because you'll find individuals that come in there, like say, Jesus first cousin, holier than now, and the things or go about things is going to be totally different. Because my mother got me out of a lot of trouble when she would come in there like that. And I'd be like, after I did what I did, she'll be like, did you want to fight? Or did you? I'd be like, really? I thought my mom was about to kill me up in that room until we got out. So let me log on Lady T. Hello? 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 Hello?
Hello. I want to good afternoon now, Lady T. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. How's your day going today? Oh, busy. <laughs> you know what? Well, but now that I'm talking about preaching discipline, I think I'd rather have you on the air. I started to call mother, but I was like, Lord, we'll get talking about Christian parenting. Ain't no telling what mama gonna say. Okay. You know what? I called her because I don't know if she'd be listening to the show. I still should call her just so we can get a little a little wisdom up on here. I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna um, call her in a minute just to to see what she got to say. Uh, is she busy today? Have you talked to her? You what? I don't think you should because. I mean that uh it might be a little uh embarrassing. <laughs> you know what? That look, mother is not embarrassing. Mother say what she mean and she mean what she say. So when we oh, start I talking know. About- I know. So I I don't get embarrassed by that because we talking about discipline and theories on correct discipline every year, but the Bible never changed. See, now, now you know what? Now I got to call you up on, your, on, on that. I got to Let me, um, hold, let, well, hold on. I, I got I to, gotta, hold on. I got to take this call real quick. Hold on. Okay. And I'm ready to call mother. So let me, uh, find her number <laughs> so I can call her. Oh, God. And mother is still don't even know I'm about to call her, but I'm about to call her. Let's see. Okay, here it is. Okay, let me call Adele because I want to hear what she got to say. Let me see. Okay. Okay, so let's see what Mother is there. If she going to answer the phone. I know I'm in trouble, too. Oh. Hello, Mother Estelle. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well, but I just want to let you know you're live on the radio. Okay? I am? Yes, you're live on the radio. So I'm not going to do the Kirk thing and, you know, record you, but you are live on the radio. But All I want right. you to join me today. Today's topic, we're talking about Christian parenting. And when we start talking about Christian parenting and parenting and children, now we're on the part we start talking about discipline. And take a hold right now, but I know you would be an expert on this part, especially in the children and discipline. And when you try to do it the way, and then we got the worldly way, and then we got what people want you to do to instruct your children. And I was talking about the theories in regards to discipline change every year, but the Bible never changed. And if children do not receive correction, but the Bible teaches this should be done by using the rod of correction. But we start talking about the rod has been a stick, a bell, a broom, a a plunger. (laughs) In my cases, I mean, what's up? I'm going to use that my head. But when we talk about the rod, now the rod of correction impairs wisdom. But the child self disgraces his mother. And that's in Proverbs twenty nine fifteen. So mother, we're talking about discipline and as we're talking about Christian parenting. Mhm. Well, you know, I can um I can only go by about what the thus says the Lord and with my with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, when God said, "If you spare raw, if you spoil, if you spoil a child, you you know spare the raw, you spoil a child." And that mm-hmm. raw is disciplining them through Jesus Christ. And sometimes they have to be spanked. And God also said, "While we're down here on this earth, we have to abide by the man's law." Mm-hmm. And man's law, according to what the judges say, man's law: if you have to spank them, you spank them on the butt. Nowhere mm-hmm. else. You're going to put this. Yes, that's the only place that the law will allow you down here to spank a child is on his butler. Now, my kids, I never had to spank my kids. God just gave me strength in my eyes, you know, to look at them. 
and they know to get in there right. So uh, I raised nine, and they now mm-hmm. one of them run a straight behind that. Now all nine of them was raised in the church, and all nine of them right now in the church, all but the two, the one that I lost. I lost one, but the rest of them are still in church. Jamie's in church in South North Carolina. Dexter's in church in Georgia. Peggy mm-hmm. goes to her church in Washington, and Martha is in Florida. And, and they're and all in the church wherever they at. Mm-hmm. They're all doing I know, good. I know. I, you know, I couldn't wait to meet Peggy. Every time I met Peggy, Peggy wasn't the Peggy that that y'all used to talk. You never said nothing, but Peggy wasn't the Peggy that I used to. Hear. I was like. Can't wait to meet me, Peggy. Peggy gonna be fun. But see, now Miss Peggy, you yep. know, not where she used to be. Other times we start talking about children. Children go through some things too, but they yes, mature. they do. They mature. Yes, kids go through things just like the mothers and fathers too. And God also says, father and mother don't the child. And that means for us to not to uh, get them. So upset that they are flash out at us. That's make them flash out at us because we are so rough on them. Whenever uh-huh. you got a child that is a will in a way, and if we cause them to flash out at us, and then God gets onto us. Uh-huh. You, you, there's a way to talk to your child. Well, it is to talk to an adult. It's all uh-huh. in love and kindness. And love and kindness have have I drawn you? Love and kindness draw all over the world your enemies and everything else if you show them love and kindness and then you've gotten them that's the only way you will always get a person or a child is love and kindness because that's how god got it love and mm-hmm. kindness and now uh, and t- when it comes to my peggy it wasn't ralph that i had to see peggy with i just sat on peggy because i that's what god told me to do sat on it. <laughs> so uh when she mm-hmm, yeah when peggy raised up with me is when she got 16 years old, and she mm. thought, well, I'm 16 years old now. Mama having a baby. I can do what I want to do. No, it doesn't work that way, baby. You still have to go to school. No matter what the cost is, you still have to go to school. Well, when she threw back at me, I'm not going to school today, then that wrapped me. And I said, okay. See, kids wrap their parents, too. It works both ways. You have to just be able to to." Uh, quickly, quickly address that. So I said, okay, you're not going to school. Mm-hmm. I just put her on the bed and I sat on her. Me and my pregnant butt, we sat on her. I sat on her. Oh, mom, you have to move. I'm going to school. I'm going to school. Okay. When I let her up, she went to school and came back home and she was fine. But on her, on Peggy's opinion, or Peggy. You know, she wrapped up against me because she had started listening to outside kids. Mm-hmm. And see, that's something that my kids have never done, listen to outside kids' bolsters, you know. But Peggy was the one that did, but she got back in line, and she's in line until this day. And she found out that she couldn't handle a mother. You know, some people think, some kids think they can handle their mothers and their fathers. And that's when you and God step in. God would be in you, and you would be in God. God will guide you and lead you what to do and how to do it and how to handle it. There are so many ways, ladies and gentlemen, that you can handle your child without beating them, hitting them, whipping them up. There are so many ways. God give us so many ways and we got so many ammunitions that we can use. And the main one is loving kindness. Mm-hmm. One of the things, Mother, that I've talked, because I know my mother used to tell me I wore her Bible out and I didn't believe she passed, and then I got a hold of that Bible, <laughs> and that Bible was falling apart. And it was, I was trying to get people to interpret some of the stuff she scratched out, and I was like, What the world? Her, my, my, my mother, by the time I got done, but the thing is, when we talk about that, and you talk about Peggy with school, I remember telling my mother one day, I'm not going to something, they're not teaching me nothing. My mother said, I don't care where you go. But you ain't going to stay up in here. Talking about you ain't going to school. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right Amen. I was walking and I slipped in the driveway and fell and busted my foot. <laughs> I just uh-huh. Because I was clumsy See, growing up. You never know. <laughs> your mother, your mother didn't wrath you. You was wrathing your mother. You was repeating stuff. You didn't have no business. You didn't I, have no I, right to tell her. 
well, what you said to the way you said that to her. You see, because mom. Part of the reason, mother, I I said that was because when I was in school, I was a straight A board, and mm-hmm. our books were stamped obsolete. How am I going to go to college? Mm-hmm. Time I wanted to go to Louisiana State University, and I wanted to become a lawyer. How am I going to do all of this with an obsolete book? I go to school, and it was wasting my time because. Teachers would not give me any work. They'll tell me, well, Jeanette, we want you to grade the papers. Why well, I got to grade the papers? Slave, I ain't no TA. So I didn't have nothing to do. I was bored. So I was like, I wanted to go where I could learn something. I wanted to go where I could compete with other children and perhaps be given a You got me a straight-A student in Compton on honor roll and superstar, all this other mess, but you're not teaching me anything. So I knew out, and my mother had instilled that in me, and I was like, no. And then I had a band teacher that that teacher he 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 needed some some Jesus in him. And I later learned mm-hmm. some kids he had no business doing, and I felt like my mother didn't understand what I was saying. So I had to take. I know. And so mm-hmm. when, when that mother. I went down to my aunt. My aunt checked me out, and I did go to another school. I went to school. I graduated from Bannon High School, and I pursued my education and things of that nature. Now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have been able to do it if I wanted, but I had to go. It, it just was not working for me, and my mother was not listening to me. Now, when we talk about parents, often parents become weary and disciplining young children, and at times, a typical day seems to be constant of nagging and scolding. I had to watch that with mm-hmm. my daughter. Writer is in preschool, and he goes to a Christian preschool. And I remember when mm-hmm. I tried to do writing at a timeout, that was not working. Mm-hmm. Then I tried to count, and you know, you do one, two, three. He said, numbers. I was like, this sucker going to make me knock him out. So a lot of times, <laughs> and you know, writer, I've been with writer with <laughs> So parents Mm. wonder if they have ruined every chance of a loving relationship with their children, and they may be even tempted to give up altogether. And only God knows what to do with this Mm -hmm. child. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. like I tell people with my son, sometimes you just got to turn them over to God, and you just got to pray for them because I ain't learned about it. Right now, you are getting on my nerves, and I am not going to let you take me out of here. And that's one of the things that I think, especially with parents and um, when we're talking about Christian parenting and trying to find your child the right way, kids don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. They learn from the product of, um, mm-hmm. prodigal son. you got to have that balance. So I want to say, not only do we teach them early about God, and trying to raise our child in a godly home, but that balance unconditional love, spiritual nurture, and discipline. And that's in Ephesians 6 and 4. Well, see, now, that's the right thing to do. You have to have all the things that you're speaking of right now. Mm-hmm. And then you, God, give us a, give the parents knowledge when the baby's asleep, you go in your prayer wall, you're in your closet somewhere, and you do the praying. Most of the night I prayed sometimes, all night long, because by me having nine, I had to pray for every one of them. And every mm-hmm. one of them have different personalities, you know. Mm-hmm. And now, kids nowadays, baby, you have to be prayed up. The mothers have to be prayed up themselves. Now, how many kids this day and time? And well, then the Bible. They have they have to get in Proverbs and find that scripture that they are going through for that day. Get up in the morning, whatever you feel like doing. God, I need you to take get me through this day. He'll give you that scripture in Proverbs and, and it'll help them get through. And there won't be no knocking and no beating. Just be loving and kindness. Will be and maybe a spanking on the buttock every once in a while because that's your broad thing. You spank them on their body. We have to abide by the law down here. <clears throat> we don't want to get above it. Because if we get above it, then And you know, and it's that balance. It's that balance. And see, this is things that I saw growing up in church, and I'm gonna let Lady T speak on this too. 
a lot of times, mm-hmm. I'm in my 50s now, but parents was going through a lot of things, and especially, oh, yeah, some was living mm-hmm. in poverty, some parents was dealing with mm-hmm. mental health issues, and our parents didn't know how to go and get no help, so they ran church and was dragging the kids to the church and as a kid I was a kid with an old soul I saw mm-hmm. I had a very strong discernment and I'm like okay this this one here ain't working for me and I'm watching you and on this pastor who's a man and this man ain't helping you is making you work so I parenting sometimes I just tried to stay out of my mother's way is what I mm-hmm. did. Going through some things, and I didn't want. In to other words, you disobey. In other words, you disobeyed your mother all way, all that, all the way, all down the line. When you got old enough to do these things, but you know what? I'm gonna say to you like this: If you now, I know you you have big hopes for yourself, and you wanted to go out and. And, and learn and get this. You had all that in there, but you have to stop and think. Your mother and God give you this. God <laughs> give her. Yeah, God give her you. And, and then she has to give you back in return what God give her. And that's what she was doing, but you still wanted more. And it's okay to want more because I was brought up. My parents brought me up. And um, I come up before you did. And when I came along, the the parents was pretty much the same way. Well, mm-hmm. we need to be in school. We needed to work, but the work that they had for us, you know, we had to do it right there. Mm-hmm. And see, I didn't get to do all that. I had to mm-hmm. do my learning on my own. My mom was sick. I took care of mom, and mm-hmm. I went to school. I cooked. I took care of my brothers. My brothers and mm-hmm. I, we took care of the household because I was the only girl that we cooked, we washed. And we took care of everything. And when I had, when I started having my kids, I said, you know what? I was kind of like you. I was rebellious. I said, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go through the thing my mom went through, what she yeah. went through. I said, it's going to be yeah. different. And I, uh-huh. So I, I started asking God for myself. So mm-hmm. when you start asking God for yourself, and God will give you your way. He'll give you the way that he wants you to go. And you see, I don't know if he was waiting on God to do that with you and your mom. You just want to run out and do it on your own. But either way, mom. Wasn't that I wanted to do it on my own? It was I saw that my mother was enduring. I I watched her. I was very observant. I didn't only watch my Mm -hmm. mother. I watched my grandmothers, both of my grandmothers. I watched my aunties. I watched the people in the neighborhood, the kids that were like a sponge. So it was never that I wanted the big because I'm not a materialistic person. It wasn't that. But it's like if I'm going to a school and I'm a student, but yet I don't have to, you're not holding me accountable. You're not telling me, Jeanette, that you read this chapter. They wasn't challenging me. What they were doing, and I'm mm-hmm. watching, I didn't even realize it was molestation at the time, but I'm watching yeah. and idolizing this, this teacher, and I'm like, no, and oh, this teacher told right. me, you got banned five in the morning. I'm calling the other girls. Did he tell you to come at mm-hmm. five? Like, well, I ain't going at five. If ain't nobody else going. It was those things that I rebelled about. It, it was a safety thing to me. I felt if my mother couldn't protect me, I'm going to protect me. That's where my rebellious came from. Slow down a minute. Let me ask you something. Didn't, didn't your mother and father, didn't they ever reach out to what was going on? You ever tell them what was going on? You know what? I told my mother about what was going on. My mother and my stepfather went to the school, and the man, this is what the man told my mama. The man set me right there in the room because mind you, the man never touched me, so I've never been molested or anything like that. But the man, but I, I, I picked up on the vibe. I had a very strong discernment even as, even as a child. So I picked up on the vibe. That man told mm-hmm. my mom, "I treat Jeanette that way because I love her." I looked at that man like, "I don't need your love. <laughs> I don't need you to love me." But what he doing? Well, what kind of love was it? Was it God's love, or was it 
Nope. It, it was, was it agape love? Did he love nope. you from God? Nope. Was it agape nope. love? Nope. It wasn't that. Oh, it was, I it was see. It was the big butt and the smile. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Tell you what I found out later that really pissed me off. There was a woman that I went to her house, and she was very close to this teacher, and I mean real close to the teacher. That woman, when I was an adult, Jeanette, you the only one that got away. And I looked at her, I mm-hmm. knew what was going on. Said, yeah, I knew. Well, I don't know if she was... And really she crazy. never done nothing about it. She never done nothing about it. Never done nothing about it. So that's why I left the school. So Jeanette mm-hmm. had to take Jeanette. So Jeanette wasn't going to be... That ain't happening. So that's where my rebelliousness came from because I felt that they didn't understand. Now, even... You feel like your mother wasn't protecting you from that. She would, but it was the way I didn't think she understood. I was trying to tell her what I was saying because she was more mm-hmm. focused on education, but I got the education. But see, when I graduated with my bachelor's degree, my mother told me, she said, baby, you did things I was scared to do. She said, I'm, mm-hmm. I bought my business. I made my mom part of my board. See, my mother and I had a close relationship, and I was the one, I was that responsible kid. I was the kid that made care of everything. I was the kid that was mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. I was the kid that showed up when my mother had cancer at her doctor's appointment. I was that kid. I've always been that type of person. So it wasn't giving her purity hell. She just couldn't get in my head to convince me of some of the things that I knew was wrong. That's mm-hmm. And when it came to I tell people that song, Midnight Train to Georgia, I can't stand with uh-huh. that song because I watched how my mother weeping my father left her. And I said, I'll never mm-hmm. that's me. You ain't going to have me all strong one like that. Have me to uh, move on. I keep it pushing. So it was those things, Mother, that kind of when we talking about um, the parenting. And like I said, and also biblical parenting requires that parents understand that children are not merely disobedient. See, a lot of times we want to say, oh, they're sinful, oh, they're full of the devil. No, we got to have a better respect. We got to be able to communicate. Yeah. And they. You have to communicate with your child because a lot of times, like you were saying, that's not the devil. All the time, some of the time, the devil get blamed for something that is not doing. Uh, and that child is not the devil either. You know, you, like you're saying, they need to sit down, take time and sit down and ask that baby what's going on. And get in there and help that child. You don't just jump up and say he's the devil. He works for the devil. This and that. This day and time, you can't do that because kids is born now knowing more than we will ever know back there. Correct. That nowadays, kids. Yes, that's the problem. You know, uh, my daughter said something to um, pastor when Bradford come along. She used to sit up here and talk to pastor and. um, and and he's very smart. And he said, you know what? If y'all plan on staying ahead of this baby, y'all need to go back to college. Oh, yeah. She said, because this baby is very advanced. Mm-hmm. And it ain't no way y'all going to stay ahead of him. And God is not going to allow that unless y'all mm-hmm. get some more learning. That's true. And see, that's the way it is with these kids. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have to be... Mm-hmm. You have to be ready for kids like these kids this day and time because Correct. there's so much going on in the world, man, and so much they have to be careful about. But no, tell these mothers, don't jump to conclusion and say they their baby's got the devil in them. No, you get down and find out what's going on with that baby. Because a lot of times, like the Bible said, it don't be the devil. The devil get blamed for a lot of things that's not him. Correct. And when we talk about these things, Mother, and just, just like even now as an adult, I still need mm-hmm. instructions. That's why I call you. 
That's why I talked to Miss Park. That's why I talk, because mm-hmm. he's old to learn. I enjoy yeah. listening and getting that parental instructions when I when I'm messy. Oh, Miss Park to call me on it. You know. <laughs> yes. I appreciate that because the parental mm, yes, Lord, I do cultivation. We got to be cultivated, and we got to watch. Yes. Yeah. Know everything now. Parents, no, that's right. Mm-hmm, parents show increasing concerns for their children are encouraged to shun, and we talk about strict rules too. So, like you said, sit down and let's talk about it. Let me hear you out. I've that's right. Counseling with young adult children who have literally said. I want a mother and a father. I don't want all of this God, this God, that. They didn't know what, and, and I've had to restore, not, not me, I take it back, through the help of the Holy Spirit, in counseling many families, but, and, and I had to let the, the adult child know, God uh-huh. out in your parents' life. God did things for your parents that didn't do for themselves. And that's why they know if God worked for them, he can work for you, too. It was a trial. Mm-hmm. He sure, it was he a sure trial. can. That's what he's there for. Mm-hmm. I had to try to get them to understand, turn your back on your parents because of the Christian parenting, but you don't know God brought them a way, and they don't get it. Amen. Not, I want. I want my mama. I want my daddy. And I mean, I remember years where a father was saying what he'd been through, where he came from, and how he was concerned. And, the, and this is the thing that this is where, and I do. We will look at our parents, and my mother used to say, keep living. The same thing you do, oh, have come my way too. But I just may have handled mm-hmm. it differently. Because trouble don't always. So we go go through that's and right. that's don't life always. When she said keep living, it made a whole lot of now. And like I said, it's been thirteen mm. years since my mother has passed. But mm. I lived through the discipline that she instilled in me through the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, Lady yes, T, you have to say Lady T, what you got to say about parenting? Parenting um, is not an easy job. Parenting, you have to you have to have the Holy Spirit, and you have to have God in your life to parent. You know, my, it wasn't hard to parent my kids because all the stuff that goes on now, it wasn't in the world when my kids come along. My kids was my kids was easy to parent them. But see, I was by myself, just God, just God and I. And see, mm-hmm. God steered me how to how to uh, quote and how to listen to my kids, how to talk to them. And we, we sat around every night around the coffee table, and we prayed together, and then they done homework together. I was there in the mix of them. And I think Miss Joanne will be the first one to tell you she was right there, and she thought I was crazy. But come to find out, Mom knew everything. And see, they, the kids say that stuff about you until they know they parents. They don't know us. They right. have to come to know us. We have to step in the right way that they know us when they grow up, the things that we teach them and the things that they learn from us. And a, and a couple of years later, they know that mother wasn't crazy. The things that mom taught me and the things that mom, the way she carried us, it was all right. And she'll be the first one to tell you. Everything I taught them and the way I taught them was right. You know, they used to think it was hard, but it wasn't hard because I went with them wherever they had to go to school. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, we church, come from church, study our Bible, and they would do their homework and stuff right around the coffee table. So when it was time for them to go out on their own, they knew all of this. Mm-hmm. And they knew better. And a lot of time, baby, young people don't find out who they are until they get in the age line. And they don't know who they are and what their mom was teaching them and trying to teach them. They don't know that until they on their own or getting up into 15 and 16. Your babies, mm-hmm. your babies, you hold on to them and you pray for them, you know. 
Lady you T just T can't let them have their way. Huh? Now I'm trying to get Lady T to speak. Lady T, what you got to say about Christian parenting? Because you like me now, we got adult children. I'm a diamond just turned mm-hmm. 22. I'm like, ooh, that was sad. Right. So when we right. talk about Christian well, parenting, mm-hmm. raising your child in church, and raising your child and instilling all of these things, what do you want to add to this show? I know we're running out of time, but what do you want to add to yeah. this show? Well, raising my kids, they they were they were good girls, and I already knew, you know, I was raised up in the church, so I knew I would raise mm-hmm. them up in the church, and I knew they That's had right, baby. them as they were babies. You know, they could see things, mm-hmm. they would tell me things that God told them. So I already knew they had a calling mm-hmm. on their life. But what I was, what mm-hmm. I wanted to say that some parents need to be careful because you have to have your own relationship with God because sometimes we attend Amen. Um, Amen. Sometimes we attend ministries and we're under someone who we think is speaking to them through, you know, and God is speaking to them and they're speaking to us. And they could be prophesying and they're not living what they're preaching, but they're oh, telling the parents, Amen. your child is Say the word, You need to do that. And that's not okay. And then telling them, Husbands to leave their wives and wives to leave their husbands because they're not right. And the child is doing this behind your back. The child is doing that. And it's not that. And then we raise our kids up in the wrong ministry sometimes because they're seeing that the leader ain't doing right. And then it's like, why am I even here? Because they ain't living right, but they're, but they're looking at them as God until they realize who God is and have a relationship with them. Right. And he's supposed to be God. He's living correctly. <laughs> So they're, mm-hmm. they're confused, they get mixed up, and then when they get older, they don't want to go to the church because of what they've seen as children. Mm-hmm. And you know what, so, see, that's powerful because that's why I was afraid of preachers. When preachers tried to date me, I don't mess with preachers. Mom, I got pregnant by a preacher. I don't mess with preachers. <laughs> so that is so that's what I'm saying. What? Right. What? Right. So we have to be careful. Where how where we take our children. So when we go to a ministry, we have to make sure that the the atmosphere is right. The every church is going to have some issues, but amen, if, the, if, amen. Leader, if the leader ain't living right, you don't want you don't want to bring your children up under that ministry. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I appreciate you guys. I want to give the parents some information, and this is coming from ChristianParenting dot com, and it was talking talk about how do we basically raise our children in a godly home because a lot of times we want to be, you know, done in a home. And they give seven godly principles to incorporate to raise your children in a God-honoring home. And one of the things that they talk about is what makes a godly person. Like Tammy was saying, that you're under the right leadership. You know, you can't pick and choose, but you can't decide on your own discernment of what God is telling you, whether you face at a particular place. And when we start talking about these different things, and I want to give you godly parenting principles. It says, one, love and honor God above all others. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Your child sees that in the home. You also want to love your children as Jesus loves you. We talk about children, not only spoil your children, give them, let them get away with things, but love your children as Jesus loves you because you can be disciplined too. And be a faithful steward, meaning do you, I mean, do you own your child depending on where you live? We always talking about, my mother used to say, I brought you in this world, I can take you out. But that ain't her. Mm-hmm. Another one, don't, do not provoke your children. And mother spoke on that a little bit. It goes into um, Ephesians 6, 4. So do not stir up anger in your children because sometimes people will put their kids off. Number five, teach God. Yeah, sometimes parents will do something to make them kids angry. Oh, yeah. And see, it has to be, you know, God God talked to us about those things. And, baby, I was listening to you talking about the parents and and the, the preachers and the things in the church, how you bring your kids up in the church. It's up to us, too, to make sure that our kids are under the right uh, mm-hmm. protocol in church. Now, if there's one in there rotten in the church and the other one is okay, then that's a different split. True. But in our church, uh-huh, in our church, where my kids were brought up at, we brought up, we was brought up under good provision. Uh-huh. And whatever went on in the church, I, my kids never knew. All they knew was 
uh, you know, God and the preaching and the teaching and the singing because God had all my kids, you know. He had all my kids in the rap of him and in, and in the rock of angels. And my kids knew right from wrong before they were mature because it was God and me, like I said, brought my kids up. Uh, baby, you know my kids, all of my kids. Are in God, and they've been in God ever since they come into this world. And yeah, but honey, like you said, bad things go up in the church. Yes, bad things went on in the church, but my kids did not see it and didn't pay it attention. And I did not let them know, and I did not tell them it wasn't my place to let them know that something bad wrong with this first lady. Stay away from her. That wasn't my job to do. And they, and see, by them, they didn't notice nothing like that. And I surely did not say, oh, my God, my first lady is this and my first lady is that. So you know what? We need to move. We stayed on the one rule, and God protected us, all of us, from that first lady. Mm-hmm. And we all grew up. You know I got missionary pastors, and, and, and everything you can name in the church, my kids are it. Because mm-hmm. God helped me to steward them the right way. And uh, we didn't steward that was going on in the church. We sang in the choir. God put us in the choir. Urshers, uh, president of the urshers, and and on the on the they went past the missionary license and things. All my kids are missionaries. You know, it it's a it's a miracle, baby. And um, you were right by something going on in the church. It's a lot of things that go on in it, but we shouldn't let our kids get involved in it. Got you. But this is the thing. This is what I've seen. And uh, because, like I said, even though I was young, to tell me these things, I saw it myself. And you don't want to lean on your own understanding, but kids now. No, you don't. They watch it and even when they go home. But the, the, the last thing I want to talk about is yeah. trusting your children to follow Jesus. Another part of yeah. Ephesians 6 4 is to, are to raise your kids in the discipline of the Lord. And the word mm-hmm. is the training of the whole person, meaning molding yes. to the life <clears throat> and holiness of Christ. In other words, we are to raise children in a way to help them take their key and bring into their lives. And that's what we're trying to teach them with, with Christian parenting is what's going to work for mm-hmm. We say the Bible is the book of instructions before leaving earth. And so, and also, excuse me, let me say this. Mm-hmm. And there also a scripture in the Bible. I'm not near my Bible, but it tells us to raise our kids the right way and they will not depart from it. Yeah. And even if they do, when they get out there, they come back. Mm-hmm. And I love that scripture. Mm-hmm. I love that scripture. Oh, my yeah. God, I do. Okay, Mother, you can go ahead and now you can finish. Humble. I just want to throw that in there. Thank you, Mother. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lady T, for joining me. And um, yeah. appreciate it. Any topics you want to share, you want to share, let me know because we need to talk about these mm-hmm. things because we got parents yeah. and yeah. it's not easy, but it's doable. And especially if right. you live in this life and following is in One last thing to the parent. Wait, one last thing to the parent. If you are the same, yes, if you act the same in front of your children in church mm-hmm. and act the same way at home, then you will be able yes. to, they will be able to move yes. forward and they will be for God because they're like, well, my my mom or dad ain't changing. So oh, you're you saying the you right thing. thing. Just keep on talking, baby. Mm-hmm. Be the example. Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. the example for them to be the example. And so not only do you want your kids to be Christ like parents, we gotta to learn to be a little bit more Christ like too. So Right. Yeah. Thank you for joining me here, Precious Predicaments. I appreciate you too. Love you too. Be glad we're coming. Love, Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye, Bye now. Have a blessed day. Bye. 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 Bye.